0: It's uh, uh, it's mental podcast uh, back again. Lately, I wasn't uh, feeling very well. I had a minor burnout episode, and uh, I took some time off to think and to reflect. Uh, now I'm back. I already figured out uh, where my next uh, focus point should be and how to how to deepen my understanding of my own mental health. So now we are back today. I have a special guest. Uh, it's Pia. Uh, he is uh, one of my audience. We met at uh, last year's Berlin Mental Health Festival. Uh, he ent- attended the um, men's mental health uh, session and uh, uh, also went to my solo show and we started to talk. Uh, and after I published the last uh, few episodes of the uh, podcast, he emailed me, he said finally he's ready to talk about his own mental health. So now I will give the mic to Pierre. Pierre, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, who are you? Where are you from? How long are you in Berlin? What do you do?
1: Uh, hi everybody, uh, my name is Pierre. I'm, I come from France, obviously. Uh, I've been in Berlin for over 15 years, I guess now. Um, and um, what should I say? I've been uh, struggling with mental health for uh, quite a long time. And it's, I'm 42 years old now. And I think it just um, came to a point two, two or three years ago where, uh, where I understood that... Uh, I had to find a long-term uh, solution to deal with those problems. Until that point, I think I was always in this uh, mindset of uh, thinking, OK, it's a bad uh, time in my life, I'm going to deal with it, and then everything is going to be over. Uh, that's where I am now.
0: And uh, you said a uh, long-term solution for old problem. What was your old problem?
1: It's not quite clear where my uh, mental health uh, issues uh, started like uh, precisely but it was all linked I have been bullied at school uh, between the age of <coughs> 12 and 14 so over three years I guess and uh, it had a great impact on the rest of my life I just, I think I uh, for quite a while I just that or i don't know or i just sorry uh, it was a minor issue and i c- came over that and and uh, i was a different person or something but i think it was uh, buried down very deeply and uh yeah and the first uh depressive episode uh came uh um yeah uh, quite a few years after uh, I was 18 uh, but I think actually thinking about that I think I had like uh, symptoms when I was at school then bullied it's just I couldn't I think I didn't think about it in terms of uh, uh, depression or things like that but I have like very clear memories of going to school with uh, my my guts like being completely I don't know like uh, I don't know how to say in English but like uh, nuts or, or, or uh, stones in my uh, guts, and, and like uh, being in kind of uh, uh, defensive uh, mode uh mm-hmm. all the time. And uh, and the second thing was at the same time my brother was also bullied in the same school. He was uh, he's still two years younger than me, <coughs> and. Uh, uh I dealt with that um, with uh, closing myself off, like cutting myself off uh, quite a lot of things and like keeping everything for myself. And my brother uh, dealt with that with a lot of anger uh, towards me as well. Mm. And so it was a period of time where I had no really safe place anymore at the same time uh, uh, grandfather who was like uh, depressive and my, my grandparents were living next to my uh, place uh, like next to us and uh, I had to or I, I went to visit them but I, I kind of had to because it was not much fun most of the time <laughs> sitting there with a Yeah, my grandfather was like completely down and uh, hardly speaking, and and I don't know, so I was like switching between uh, (laughs) this school uh, (coughs) in the village, I was also bullied by other kids in the village who were going (coughs) to the same school, so it like kind of, uh (laughs) uh, yeah, it was kind of the same uh, pattern, like uh, what was happening at school uh, had like influence in the village because it was the same. Uh, environment, and, uh, yeah, so it was like, uh, I was switching between uh, being bullying at school, being at the, uh, bullied at the village, uh, being um, kind of bullied by <laughs> my brother at home, um, mm. and then going to <laughs> kind of a strange safe place at my grandparents, where my grandfather was like fighting with depression, mm-hmm. that was all of that.
0: I'm sorry uh, for what has happened. Um, when you start to share, I I was a bit shocked um, because, um, um, like people who haven't experienced uh, like uh, bullying, um, they would think, okay, something happened so far ago? Like, uh, uh, why are you still uh, like uh, obsessed with it? But uh, with you being forty years old and talking about. Uh, uh, the bullying happened in your teenager time and having a huge impact on you is uh, really a proof that uh, um, when something happened to a person at that young age it's uh, really um, uh, long-term damage and uh, it takes lots of uh, time to process. Um, and uh, I am also shocked because uh, I saw that France is uh, civilized and I didn't know really happened in, in France as well and uh, when it happened, what did the teachers do? What did your parents do?
1: Yeah, it's a difficult thing because the teachers... Um, um, I don't know, so... I think from a big part, they didn't see or they didn't notice and from another part, they. D- they didn't they couldn't they didn't know how to handle this so that they, they actually kind of ignored that or um and yeah i'm um, it's like it's like um <laughs> but it's a kind of very uh standard reaction to things it's like you see someone being uh I don't know, if you're in the street and you see some an aggression of someone to some other person uh, your first reaction won't be to step in and, and, and say okay, uh, let's trying to <laughs> to interfere or something mm-hmm. first reaction is mostly uh, to say okay maybe it's just an argument, maybe blah mm-hmm. blah blah and you tend to find all kind of uh, explanations uh, just to um, not get involved in something mm-hmm. that's uh, a bit frightening I guess and a bit difficult to handle mm-hmm. and I guess it's the s- same kind of pattern and with teachers and it's like kids so it's also maybe difficult to think about kids being like very mean to each other maybe but mm-hmm. it's definitely something how my parents reacted, my parents, um, I saw the, I think for some part of it, they didn't notice what was very strange to me is when I talked about that uh, afterwards. Um, So in the last, uh, I don't know, when I talked about that, always switched uh, uh, to another subject. It mm-hmm. was always like I, I can remember the first time I said that I was bullied. That's when it was like, mm. oh, and you never did. Did you ever notice something? Mm. And the answer was like, ah, oh no, we didn't know. And uh, but you were very secret. You were very uh, lonely at that time. You didn't talk much and something. And, uh, and then they the changed subject, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, and my reaction was, sh- I was a bit shocked because you're telling something that had such a big impact mm-hmm. uh, over your life, and the first reaction is like, oh, we didn't notice because you were very, you were not talking much and all this, mm-hmm. where I would think, okay, if your kid isn't talking, he's like mm-hmm. spending time uh, <laughs> in his room reading books and having, hardly any connection mm. to to you or, or to <laughs> the world then I would say okay there's something wrong here mm-hmm. if your other kid is like very aggressive and like screaming all the time on something I would say also that there's definitely something wrong with both of us and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's a strange thing and uh and the second thing is like has this subject like been skipped almost uh, like very uh, very fast and mm-hmm. last time I talked about that with my mother was indirectly and was the same thing so it just n- makes me feel that it's not a subject we are going to mm-hmm. discuss until I make it a very direct and quite mm-hmm. uh, uh, aggressive uh, move mm-hmm. uh, to say okay I have to talk about that and, it's and I don't know I don't feel that
0: now I understand uh, why, uh, you you were impacted by my solo show so much because yeah, uh, I- it's a story started with a uh, uh, with a saying uh, in like uh, in the middle of a bullying uh. session. So um, may I ask why did they pick on you? Like uh, you are like a really unusual subject of uh, bully victim. Oh. You are so tall. Yeah, no,
1: don't know. No. I don't know. It's it's I, I could ask you the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just I when I see mm-hmm. you I just I don't can't imagine someone who would have to something against you or something. It's just like it has nothing I don't know. I didn't fit and uh I can't really know why I didn't fit because mm-hmm. um I just know I wasn't cool
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the way um lately uh i had uh uh, someone a a child in my family and uh, she had the same thing it was and it was also like uh she is being bullied bullied Uh at school and it was it was the same thing i was Uh thinking at the point it was like okay the way i dress because i didn't Uh have the cool shoes Uh and the cool thing and it was uh, uh, always Uh a subject and something Uh and my parents didn't want to Uh spend money in this Uh Because
0: I thought bullies always uh, would take on someone who's weak, like short people or like uh, like people who perceive more fat. But you just you look so tall. If I want to bully someone, like you are intimidating. Were you tall at that time? I was
1: a very different kid. I Uh was a very different person uh, Mm -hmm. at that time. I was very shy. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I've always. a, I don't know I've always been a nice guy mm-hmm. uh, I've never been some someone who's like uh, very aggressive or something mm-hmm. as well, like and I had like I guess difficulties to mm. put boundaries like if you mm. uh, if you come with me with uh <laughs> aggressivity, I would like try to deal with this like like try to negotiate or to discuss and all this and it was t- at some point it was definitely a problem because if someone's uh, coming to you with a The intention of uh, fighting or or stepping on her feet and just Mm -hmm. at some point there's nothing to negotiate okay um i was the first uh, first thing i was i was good at school it was also a thing i guess Hmm. Uh, but in the end i just don't see that as uh i was different i i just wasn't cool Mm -hmm. and uh and at at that time uh, I was always very uh, I always I, I wanted to be cool I wanted to be like the cool kids <laughs> I'm thinking about that now it's like so stupid because uh-huh. the cool kids there was not, s- there not much cool things but the cool <laughs> guys you know uh-huh. it's cool it was a bunch of I don't know what makes you cool is m- most of the time is, is, is are not like really good reasons uh-huh. And,
0: yeah. and, uh huh. And over the years, uh, have you? When do you realize? Oh, you have issues you need to deal with.
1: Um. Was, uh, oh the first time I went to a psychologist was uh, after I broke up. I I was uh, married. I had a long relationship, uh, and then it. Ended. I broke up, and and uh, it was a very difficult time, and it was a very difficult relationship too with a person that had like mm, big issues and and who was very aggressive. <laughs> 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 so it ended up vi- being quite violent, and uh, and and at that point I couldn't. It was. Uh, so it was the third time I uh, had a depression. The thing is, I didn't identify that as I'm having a depression because mm. it's some things you put like some label you put on afterwards.
2: Yeah.
0: And when was it?
1: Uh, was I was um, 28.
0: Okay, so like 12 years ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, and uh, okay, so this so is the first time after school I had a n- depression when I was 18. Mm hmm. I had one, s- a second one, a uh, few years after. And that was the first, the third one. And at that time, it at some point, it became very clear that I couldn't deal with it by myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to some, uh, to look for psychological help. Uh, but okay, and I was still in the idea that uh, after a while, when it got better, I was like, okay, I'm out of it, and uh, yeah, let's go ahead.
0: And, yeah. uh, and uh, you, so you had uh, the divorce, and uh, you searched for help, uh, why the no, breakup? No, b- um,
1: in between, because um, I was... B- <laughs> that was a very shitty idea, but uh, we, okay, I, I left my wife, but we... I didn't move out (laughs) no Uh, that's bad yeah that's bad and she didn't move out neither and uh, actually i I was one who should have moved out Mm. the point is she was very mm, uh she was dependent on me because she had no money no job no blah 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 Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) at some point it was difficult i couldn't kick her out and uh, and leaving was a difficult option also but that's how it ended up so we spent like six months uh, living together in this state of uh, we are separated but we will still live together but uh, it was some kind of um, for me I guess some kind of way of I give you six months to find a solution because Mm. obviously I'm not going to uh, kick you out and but at some point yeah at that point uh, the best uh thing would have been to move myself out of this place yeah that was a very crazy thing
0: yeah i, I think uh, we <laughs> learn, we learn from the past
1: yeah <laughs> just hopefully and
0: uh over the years like um um what's the Best tools you learned about uh, dealing with your
1: situation. Um, best tool I am um, what I have been doing and what I've uh, been actively doing over the last uh, years, having identified this mm-hmm. uh, problem as being like a depression, mm-hmm. uh, something also that uh, that. Comes back and that can come back and uh-huh. that has to be dealt on with uh, on the long term. Uh, like m- m- my goal is now to have a kind of toolbox, like uh-huh. not only one or two things are, but like a kind of uh, different. Uh, I don't know, trying to to get uh, as much uh, tools as possible. Yeah, and um, and then we'd see and. Uh, so the main tools okay I am um, okay so first thing you podcast had been a great tool for me mm. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank I told you, you that already yeah. but it's it's it was very a major thing for me mm-hmm. uh, listening to other people's experience uh, finding a sense of uh, community or something mm-hmm. and uh, just like I don't know these people, but just like listening and and just finding connections and finding also like um, not only solutions, but also uh, different perspectives about Mm -hmm. these problems and different people having completely different lives. Mm -hmm. uh, Experiencing the same kind of uh, mental state was also very helpful Mm -hmm. and also a, a lot of it was difficult for me, for example, because um, mm, p- obviously uh, I am maybe I'm I'm probably someone when you when you see me or when you know me and you think there's no reasons this guy should have a depression problem, right? Yeah. Okay. Have a, I don't know, and I'm very <laughs> I'm conscious of that. I'm just um yeah. There are plenty of people and uh, who, who have, who should have, way better reasons uh, to have this problem.
0: But it's uh, individual; it's not a uh, comparison.
1: No, in the end, yeah. it's not it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. But it's diff- it, uh, it's was difficult, but mm-hmm. and it's also m- maybe when people react to this, like when you talk um, to someone about your problems. Mm, it's a very common reaction to see like yeah, but uh, look at you, like mm-hmm. uh, okay, yeah, yeah, you have no reason to to <laughs> be depressive, yeah, <laughs> okay, you're healthy, you're I don't know, I'm white, I'm a <laughs> boy, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's difficult because then uh, what is y- the feedback you you get is like yeah, actually it makes you feel like. Mm, <laughs> M- worse uh, to hear. Oh, oh uh, there's probably uh, no good reason for me to be uh, depressed, but that's. How uh, I think so. Do you
0: know Bob Bonan?
1: No. B- uh,
0: he he he's an amazing comedian. He he, he mostly do like a music comedy. Uh-huh. So last year he released a Netflix special called Inside. Yeah. Do you know that? No. Oh fuck you! Are lu- <laughs> you are lucky. You you should check it out. So. I think uh, if you think you have no reason to be unhappy, mm-hmm. you should uh, watch his uh, Netflix special. He has three of them on Netflix. And every time, uh, ad- he will mention something like, uh, yeah, like, uh, uh, I'm the last person who would uh, feel unhappy. Like, uh, I'm tall, I'm white, I'm rich, and uh, I'm successful, but I'm uh, unhappy. Yeah. So if you look at someone who's so successful, He's still happy, so you have uh, all the reasons for yeah. not being happy. It's uh, it's not a uh, uh, competition. And uh, what uh, is outside is cannot really reflect what's inside. So really you are lucky you <laughs> should uh, go home to binge all his uh, uh, work on, on Netflix. Right. It's amazing. It's really amazing. He talks uh, a lot about his anxiety, his depression, and um, his worry about the world he was also had a bully issue like uh, because uh, uh growing up as a teenager everyone thought he's gay so they they always bully him so he locked himself in a room to play music and that's how he got famous yeah yeah but uh, but uh, he he was bullied a lot in, in yeah. high school uh, i i think you can check it out and i i want to ask you like in the uh previous years uh, what's your mental state like? Uh, were you constantly depressed? Or you have like uh, periods. Like uh, between depressed and not depressed?
1: Uh, I've been very unstable. Um, okay so a couple of years ago. I was working in gastronomy. I've been doing uh, um, that over 8 years. And I had a lot of fun. And a couple of years ago I, I ended up like. Yeah, getting tired of it, and so I I just uh, quit uh, my job, and I have a time. Uh, so a one one year time where I was an uh, unemployed, and I was looking for something else. Like a, I wanted a new job. I mm. wanted to change to get out of it, um, and it it was it's been a hard time uh so i i've got into this kind of um passive depressive state where i even was not actively uh uh like it was not a constant uh low or or something like a very very mm. strong depressive episode but it was like a um yeah i was i was carrying that uh with myself all over mm-hmm. this period of time and i ended up um, starting a uh in IT. so mm-hmm. it and this thing has been uh, over two years and and at that point when i started i was like uh, okay i found something i found a new job i was uh, very i don't know i was very optimistic about that uh, Mm -hmm. the idea of uh, learning things and stuff like that and it ended up being very difficult too uh, and i've been like mentally unstable uh, uh, during that period of time too so i uh, part of it was going back to school Mm -hmm. so you end up in a classroom like uh, as a student or a, a or something with a teacher and uh, uh, I think it it brought like memories up and there was also this classroom uh, dynamics uh, mm-hmm. and also some of the teachers there also like bringing uh, some kind of uh, uh, strange energy mm-hmm. and um, And I didn't. There were a couple of people who uh, who I liked, but for most Mm. of them, I didn't relate much to them. And Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I think it was very a very big mirror of what I experienced at that time Mm -hmm. earlier at school. Uh, And there were a lot of uh, there was a lot of uh, racism, sexism. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, like uh, homophobia and stuff like that. And I was very—I don't know—I was very, very um, sensitive mm-hmm. about that. I, uh, I, I felt trapped in this, like uh, how to react, and uh, hearing some stuff like "What the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys?" Uh, so it was, yeah. So it, uh, and it ended up uh, for me like. Uh, Finding a a job and it was also difficult. So I've been over the uh, this whole period of time. I've been very mentally unstable, uh, You mean stable
0: or unstable?
1: Yeah, as a, uh, emotionally uh, unstable. Yeah.
0: You mean unstable? Yeah, not stable. Uh-huh. Not stable. And uh, how many years uh, was it?
1: wow well, so two, three, four, five. Five years. It's been uh, like five years. Okay. So it's a very strange thing, and uh, for me, I had a very, uh, I had a, r- a big down uh, during the first lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, well, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. and but generally speaking, I'm, I'm just, and I can feel, and I, I started to feel this, uh, to identify. Uh, this kind of two different parts of my brain Mm -hmm. uh, like switching from one um, Mm. state of mind to the other and being in some kind of loop of negative loop Mm. at some point and it was the first time I think in my, my life that I I could like really identify okay I'm like in this, I, I, I'm I in this loop again, I'm mm-hmm. there's, I <laughs> there are like two voices in my brain and there's one who definitely doesn't want me any good mm-hmm. and uh, if I uh, start to listen to it uh, too much then uh, it's gonna end up quite bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the first I think it was the first time in li- mm-hmm. in my life where I was aware that this is not uh, what you could call normal. Uh, this is not a uh, um, healthy uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> way of uh, thinking of way of <laughs> behaving mm-hmm. and, and this thing tends to take a lot of place and when it takes a lot of place and uh, then um, then everything goes down and there's some yeah there has to be I have to find some solutions uh, to try to break this or try Mm. to hold this uh, other voice um, in a place that's uh, okay
0: so, y- you know, before, <coughs> uh, before uh, the podcast started, Pia brought me a book uh, as, a, as a small gift. So, I give you back a book as a, as a exchange. Uh, I think actually this book can help you a lot. Uh, it talks a lot about uh, how to um, manage or how to negotiate with the negative voice around you. And uh, when you talk about uh, uh, the negative voice, they are not normal. Uh, I want to correct you. I think it's actually very normal. Lots yeah. of people have the waste in in your in their brain. Um, I I think uh, actually the the episode that I just uh, recorded uh, an hour ago with uh, with Mara, the uh, the Romanian girl from uh, from Barcelona, she actually said something very similar. Uh, she said one thing to. Uh, accept is that to accept that all those negative voice in her brain is actually is not trying to hurt you it's uh, it's uh, it's like they trying to help but they don't know how to help they don't know how to express themselves and um mm, be believing it oh okay I I heard your concern uh I know you are doing you want to protect me uh but uh, the way you express is wrong, but I appreciate uh, your help and uh, trying to uh, like talk with the voice is, uh, is a very big tool mentioned in the book I, I just gave you. Uh, and uh, I think uh, uh, also, like Mara said, to accept like uh, you the voice in your brain, they are just from one part of you, like uh, they try to help, but mm-hmm. they don't know better. Mm-hmm. like it's like your parents they of course they never want you to get hurt but uh, uh, they are limited by the upbringing they had uh, by the circumstance they, they have so they don't know better how to deal with it uh, you talk about they always avoid the topic it could be like d- it make them so uncomfortable and they 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 cannot deal with it mm-hmm. that's why they avoid it so um I, I think you, you, you can learn a lot from the book I just yeah. gave you. Uh, by the way, the book is called uh, Playing Big by Tara Moore. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a book uh, written uh, by women for women uh, to coach them to uh, break the limits of their uh, brain, their framework, and uh, trying to achieve more in life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. completely, yeah, I agree with you mm-hmm. about that. Uh, when I when I say I think when I mm-hmm. say um, it's uh, I don't I don't know how to say that but it's mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, n- like this negative uh, way mm-hmm. of looking at things. It's mm-hmm. uh, I I think the problem is the place it's taking. Mm-hmm. I uh, and I agree with you that I think everybody has this like oh I'm uh, I'm not good enough or yeah. I might not be good enough or something like this. But at some point, it's, uh, it's something to hear that and to, mm, I don't know, acknowledge it. And mm-hmm. it's another thing to dive into that and to let it uh, take too much room. Because mm-hmm. at some point, these voices are like uh, also bringing a, a, a lot of... Uh, okay, at some point, it's just going in the direction of, uh, uh, okay, you should hurt yourself and mm-hmm. and that's it's going nowhere mm-hmm. i mean it's this and this is uh for me this is a, it's a thing it's trying to find some uh room for these um voices or for this way of looking at things mm-hmm. so that's not completely overwhelming and mm-hmm. so that's not completely um um taking over mm-hmm. uh, all the rest Mm-hmm. and trying to okay <laughs> find mm-hmm. a way to acknowledge it but uh mm-hmm. leave it where it has to be which is like one kind of hint or view about uh, uh one thing in your life m- probably and um and yeah it has to stay there
2: yeah
0: um when you um have a unstable mm-hmm. uh, uh mental health um do you still able to find joy in between?
1: Uh, no. I'm able to function. I think it's very different. I am. Uh, I, I can remember uh, ab- about you talking about you. You're not able to do anything. Mm-hmm. You're not able to stand up to, to take a shower or something. Mm-hmm. I've always been able to function in mm-hmm. some kind of way meaning I'm able to go to work for Mm. example Uh, if I have any obligation I I will I will handle it
0: so you are a high functioning depressive yeah
1: and I go to I go to work or I would go to school and I would be on time at work or at school and I would like I don't know I would cry in front of my computer but I would do the job you know and I'm I won't be like productive or something and I will be I will be like I will feel like really uh, shit and, and mm. ugly and whatsoever but I will do this and at some point it's also it also can be helpful because the, the, the thing about uh, having to go to work even, even if I feel like uh, shit or something uh, it's like moving, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's oh. meeting people and I, I can talk to people and I can like be very <laughs> I mm-hmm. don't know, I, I think I can act like completely normal mm-hmm. and um, but it also it's, it gives me also some kind mm-hmm. of input where mm-hmm. I can, I won't find joy I mm. don't know if I can find joy, I will find some kind of uh, things to hang to Mm-hmm. which make my day um, bearable mm-hmm. you know and that's it and um, yeah and in the end it's um, at some point I am uh, I'm also that's one of my tools I have to have a job have mm-hmm. to work uh, not because I, I uh, like to work or something I would be very I, I w- actually <laughs> would love the idea of not having to work but just for this I know that it's also a safeguard that Mm -hmm. uh, if things go wrong, having to be at nine o'clock at work in front of my computer and uh, having to be with colleagues around me and all this—that's something I have to uh, take care of. I have Mm -hmm. to keep that Mm -hmm. in one form or another.
0: Wow! And uh, do you meditate?
1: No, I, I'm, I'm, I'd like to learn yeah. too. I tried a couple mm-hmm. of times, not very good at it. Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: yeah, uh, I maybe like I, I use this uh, app called Waking Up from Sam Harris. Um, I-, I think it's the best uh, meditating app uh, out there. Uh, for me, like I, I just talked with Mara, she said also like uh, loving kindness, meditation really changed her. For me it's the same. Um, it it's it's different than normal meditation. Normal meditation, you you focus on breath, and for me, it's really hard. Uh, but with the uh, loving kindness meditation, you focus on thoughts. So you you chant, you chant on those positive thoughts, like oh, may you be happy, mm-hmm. may you have uh, free of suffering, uh, may you um have all the joy in the mm-hmm. world, and uh, when you pray for someone like uh, you start with someone you love and uh, then you uh, how do you say radiate it to mm-hmm. uh, like uh, acquaintance in your life and eventually you radiate uh, to to the whole world you mm-hmm. want this compassion and uh, love for everyone and eventually you come back to yourself like uh, um, after you radiate all your love and uh, compassion to everyone and you realize okay myself, also deserve joy and uh, compassion. Compassion, and uh, by meditating this way, it really fundamentally changed me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I am able to to be more forgive mm-hmm. forgivable to to people, mm-hmm. also to myself. Uh, and uh, um, I I think I read lots of books about mental health. Um, Meditation is something like I tried, I always fail, but um, um, but after reading so many books, it all point to meditation. I'm like, okay, there's no way I can escape this, this, and uh, now I'm still trying and failing. But uh, I start to realize that uh, the point is not succeed. The point is keep trying, mm-hmm. and uh, while trying, you are changing yourself and. Uh, um, I I really recommend to you to try it out. Uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, like uh, the the most uh basic most yeah. uh, classic yeah. uh tool in the mental health toolbox. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, do you do sports? Yeah, oh. I
1: was I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. m- because that's, yeah, for me it was also a big thing, and mm-hmm. I started. Uh, I don't know, like um, maybe five years ago. No, a bit more, I guess. And. Uh, yeah it's been a big thing mm-hmm. since then and I think there was also some kind of uh, I think there was something about self-harm as mm-hmm. well because I was not not like a sports guy anything mm-hmm. uh, physical activity I was never into that mm-hmm. and I started with at some point that I wanted to learn swimming Mm-hmm. I, I can't really remember why but i think i wanted to do sports anything uh, oh yeah because i had back problems mm-hmm. and uh started okay i want to learn swimming and i went to th- i took a course and uh like crawl swimming and it was mm-hmm. like six months or something and mm-hmm. my idea was after six months there is a beginner's uh, course and after six months i can lose the other the second one like the Mm-hmm. Uh, How do you say? The uh, advanced? Yeah, advanced, uh, yeah, advanced course. course, and then I'm done. Like over one year, uh, and and <laughs> I started with the beginner's course. Mm-hmm. I almost drowned. Mm-hmm. I just it was awful. It was horrible. I ended up like crying in the shower afterwards <laughs> 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 because it was it was it was crazy. Because uh, it was very uh, physically. It mm-hmm. was very hard for me. And the mm-hmm. point is, when I was in the middle of the pool. It was I was exhausted and when you're exhausted you start to drone you, mm. you start to <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. horrible and uh in the end, it was i think w- at some point i was i ha- i w- i wanted to i wanted to fight the thing i mm-hmm. i think there was some kind of twisted thing about self harm mm-hmm. as well changing the self harm tendency mm-hmm. into some kind of positive like hurting yourself mm-hmm. in a positive way to yeah. To learn something mm-hmm. and to and to I don't know and to feel better mm-hmm. instead of just hurting yourself yeah, mm-hmm. I guess uh, yeah it just like destroying something it was mm-hmm. like some kind of yeah putting a, a different set in, dif- in different direction and it's been there ever since.
0: So, so yeah. y- now you go swim uh, regularly? I,
1: I, m- I dropped swimming after a while, because after a while I, I started to find it boring. Uh, mm-hmm. It took me a long time to learn to swim properly, mm-hmm. <laughs> it took me a couple of years, because I did this beginner's uh, course like three times, I guess.
0: Can, can you do like a freestyle now?
1: Uh, this yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, cool! Like, uh, did you take a course in Berlin? Yeah. it D- was in in German or in English? It was in German. Yeah. Okay. You 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 can speak German. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I I, yeah, I uh, yeah, also okay. learned uh, swimming when I'm oh, uh, a yeah. adult. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now, like, I, I I had a personal coach and I was able to to do freestyle a little yeah. bit. And then he left the country and I I stopped. I, I want to pick up on that again because now I can only do the yeah. frog and it's quite boring to yeah, do the boring. frog and yeah. this
1: is this was a very difficult thing to learn because it's not oh. synchronous it's like mm. everything you have to mm. move every part of your body mm. in a <laughs> twisted way and okay. uh, for me it was like I had no coordination mm-hmm. uh, any and I, I I, I don't know it took mm. me a lot of time to learn this but mm-hmm. I was very interested of, of, of mm. getting this thing mm-hmm. like I can do this mm-hmm. there's no way I can't l- learn this and mm. it took me <laughs> a crazy time mm-hmm. but I ended up being able to swim really good.
0: Wow that's cool. I am and I then
1: d- at that point mm-hmm. I got bored. <laughs> so and then what do you do now? Uh, I, I I do this, uh, I'm in the fitness uh, studio, I'm mm-hmm. doing these things called, uh, okay, so after swimming, I started with this uh, Pilates, and mm-hmm. then I started, and, and then I got bored with it, and then I went up to, and what I'm doing now is mm-hmm. called body pump, and uh, mm-hmm. cross training, mm-hmm. and I'm doing cool, both. Cool, yeah.
0: Like, I am never a big p- sports person, because like, uh, uh, growing up, there was lots of body shaming and uh, for me, like, uh, sports is always something I do to lose weight and uh, I, I really hate it. But uh, now, after reading so many mental health books, mm-hmm. everything leads <laughs> to sports. I'm like, okay, yeah. there's no way I can escape this. Oh. So I'm still that trying. Okay. Now I you, I have an urban sports club, yeah. so I, I, I just cannot Figure commit with commit yeah. with one sport, so yeah. every day I'm like okay what do I do
1: today yeah but mm. if, if you're doing uh, a little bit of everything it's also mm. I don't know it might be a cool thing to do yeah I and was never <laughs> into sports I was mm. a, I was mm. the worst I was always mm. the guy you pick up in the last mm. in, in your team- uh-huh. I, I can remember we, were, we had l- we were like running we had this running mm. thing when uh-huh. I was uh, at school and I was always uh, one of the three last Mm-hmm. Uh, to to cross the, the mm-hmm. line uh, mm-hmm. because the two others uh, they had like asthma. <laughs> <laughs> and depending on if they dropped uh-huh. it or if uh-huh. they made it to the uh-huh. end, then I was like the last one or uh-huh. or the, the four last. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was uh-huh. also depending on depending on the guys with asthma. I was like, could be <laughs> like not the last, yeah. Uh-huh. And the l- last year we had oh. this crazy um, thing was like one one hour and a half like mm. running and blah mm. blah blah and i ended up and i, I came and <laughs> i mm. came uh, to cross the line and it was not even crossing the line i had i had to to go for a last run i guess mm. and i came there and everyone had left <laughs> and there was only one teacher and it was like <laughs> what are you doing here and i was like oh uh i'm finishing mm-hmm. and it was like okay yeah then then go ahead and, and do your last round and uh, uh-huh. because every everyone was left and I was like okay I, I drop it well, so that was that was how bad <laughs> I was I was like the worst it was crazy
0: wow well, you are like a male version of me like a uh, growing yeah. up like uh, I always fear all my sports class like, I ha- always need to stand in front of the teacher's office begging them to give me a pass
1: yeah and that was there was nothing. Uh, Actually, there was also, uh, it was the whole thing, you Mm -hmm. know, because you had like, uh, uh, you had to change yourself. So Mm -hmm. it was like body shaming. I was a bit Mm -hmm. fat, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was like body shaming. Mm -hmm. There was this, uh, and it was also there was this completely Mm -hmm. world of sports Mm -hmm. was about like being, being good-looking, mm-hmm. having like uh, the classy shoes or, mm-hmm. or clothes and things like that, mm-hmm. I didn't fit in that. So there yeah. was nothing there for me to be motivated about. Yeah, it was. I. I it was a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah, and now I think uh, like uh, now like we just need to right. rebuild uh, the the relationship with exercise with yeah. sports like uh, refresh reframe it because uh, every time when i think about it, i need to lose weight then sports become the last thing i want to do because i am so resistant on yeah. it but uh, now i try to to think okay i'm i'm not doing it for for my physical look but i'm doing for my mental health yeah and last last week i was reading a book uh, about creativity and uh, then it came out with a chapter she talking about about you need to do exercise in order to be creative. If you don't like to do ex- sports, just think about it. You are not doing it for your look, uh-huh. not doing for your physical health, you are doing it for your creativity. I was like, okay, <laughs> if every book of mental health and the creativity all points to exercise, there's no excuse for me to skip exercise again. Yeah, yeah Like it's it, 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 it is the foundation yeah. of the
2: toolbox.
1: Yeah, for mm-hmm. me it was there were like two kind of inputs. Uh, yeah. There was this thing of yeah, I told you th- mm-hmm. there was a thing about self harm, like mm-hmm. like thing like like uh, some kind of <laughs> yeah, of of kind of uh, attraction to pain or something. Mm-hmm. Into yeah, uh, it was also s- something like this. Like mm-hmm. okay. and and the second one was. Uh, there's no way I, I can't learn this mm-hmm. and I was finding something I wanted to learn that mm-hmm. I, I found like interesting or, or mm-hmm. fascinating and the thing about swimming like mm-hmm. like not the standard thing but mm-hmm. uh, like the very <laughs> uncoordinated mm-hmm. thing for me was like crazy I don't understand how it works mm-hmm. and I, I and and even if I understand how it works i I'm not even able to do the basic moves, mm-hmm. and there's no way I can't learn this mm-hmm. thing. And I, I'm, I'm very curious and I like mm-hmm. to learn new things, and mm-hmm. I there's no way I can't learn this. And it cool. was for me that was uh, the second mm-hmm. point. was not something about football, about mm-hmm. because I, I didn't find it that fascinating to, to kick a, a ball or something, but mm-hmm. this thing about swimming, about coordination. Could have mm-hmm. been the same with dancing, I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know this, uh, mm-hmm. for what I've been doing in, mm-hmm. in the fitness studios, there's mm-hmm. a part also about uh, coordinating your moves mm-hmm. and in some, some exercises. And it was this okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be, I, I want to learn that. I mm-hmm. want to be able to move this foot here in and this hand there in mm-hmm. another direction and to keep mm-hmm. the rhythm. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah being the music of being in swimming like because mm. if you don't keep the rhythm then you drone mm. so yeah. and that was that was the thing that was mm-hmm. I, I was like i want to understand and i want hmm. to be able to to do this and so there's no way i can not learn this mm.
0: cool then uh. you have a very good foundation in your toolbox if you keep exercise keep a regular job I yeah, think I um, don't
1: know, there's the jobs, there's, mm. there's also the, I, I have a very social, uh, very active social life, mm. uh, so there's, there's, yeah, there's this, definitely, mm-hmm. and, uh, I
0: want to ask you yeah. uh, a last question, actually, yeah. um, uh, you are 40 years now? Yeah, uh,
1: uh. To, so 42, I'm going to 43.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you are 43 years now, um, With your upbringing, like having uh, been bullied as a kid, uh, do you want children of your own?
1: (laughs) That's a nice question. I don't want children. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Actually, a few years ago, I did a vasectomy. Mm -hmm. I I, I definitely don't want to have children. Mm -hmm. And it was... uh, uh, it's a strange sub. it's a strange subject. very strong subject. St- I didn't think we would talk about that <laughs> today. But um, I've. Okay, it's been a long time. Uh, okay, at the beginning, I I, I was all uh, in this thing about uh, having a job, getting married, in the mm-hmm. standard um, pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to achieve this or something—I th- don't know. i, I did did—I—I s- I guess I didn't ask myself uh, many questions about that, and uh, I ended up being married. and mm-hmm. ended up being in a relationship, having a good job, and thing. And th- I, I, it was probably the period of my life where I've been the most uh, unhappy and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> desperate, great, really. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> so. Uh, Not everything was bad then, uh, because I liked the job I was doing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: the the marriage wasn't that bad. (laughs) I liked the job. No,
1: no, no. The the marriage was uh, awful. I felt very isolated also. Mm. My social life was very, like, had trimmed completely. I didn't like the city I was living in. I didn't like uh, people I Mm. and things like this, so I, I I was at that point I was uh, very <laughs> uh, forward in this in this uh, vision or, or in this idea I had uh, of uh, when my life should be what I should achieve and all this, and I s- before before I I quit, <laughs> prac- uh, I. I Yes, the, 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 the next idea was uh, having children, probably at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I always like, yeah, I pushed it forward, like, yeah, mm-hmm. someday, one day. But um, for me, it was like, yeah, I didn't question that. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a while, I, I don't know. I, uh, so I quit this. I had a very different life than, I, uh, than being in Berlin. I'd, yeah, uh, I became a very different person. And I asked myself, okay, (laughs) do I want children? And Mm -hmm. the answer was no, Mm -hmm. at that point. And it's uh, it's been no ever since. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point it has been so, yeah, (laughs) so strong that I said, okay, I just, it's not that I don't want children, I want to be sure that I won't have children. Mm. and so I, I, I found a uh, specialist and he did a vasectomy so wow. I, I'm not going to have children mm-hmm. anyway. and I felt uh, released after mm. this which is a strange thing also mm. because I ha- I was it was a big stress just mm. before uh, mm-hmm. because it's a kind of strange step to do Aww. and once it was done I felt like and I've always felt uh, good ever since W-
0: wow, you, you know I think uh, the the universe works in such a strange way, <laughs> <laughs> like right. uh, just a few days ago I was uh, watching a, a documentary about a female uh, pleasure and uh, one of the big part it talks about uh, uh, on one hand uh, like the birth control peer really liberated women yeah. uh, to make them have choice but on the other hand to regulate their hormone in that way it really affects their mood and affect their like uh, um uh, uh ability to enjoy f- uh, uh sex and i was thinking oh maybe i can persuade my boyfriend to do a sex <laughs> <treatment>. <laughs>
1: okay uh. I, I i did that uh, by myself I just I uh-huh. just i did that uh, uh-huh. just by myself and for myself no you no know, y- y- the way I wouldn't, you I wouldn't just like the way you
0: talk <laughs> is like you were at home and you had a scissors you did it at no, home. oh that no. was crazy yeah, And
1: yeah, yeah. I, I was that yeah. was a c- that was such a crazy thing uh-huh. and I was okay it was a thing but uh, because uh I okay so I ended up with this room with uh-huh. this uh with this uh doctor and uh-huh. and and so I'm like with my legs up, which is like <laughs> uh, you're going to the gynecologist. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's the same uh-huh. kind of thing. So, but I, I'm a guy, so I never experienced something uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. And uh, so I ended up with this, my legs like wide uh-huh. open and uh-huh. uh, up and all this. And then comes this nurse uh, uh-huh. in the room, which is the doctor's assistant, which uh-huh. is a young, good looking uh, nurse. And I'm like, And then comes the doctor, and then and then start to joke and to Mm. just like they're completely, Mm. uh, you know, like relaxed about all this. And Mm I'm there.
0: And And, uh, was it painful?
1: No, it it was just it was not painful uh, during this uh, the operation. Afterwards, a bit, but uh, was um, yeah, it was okay. It was Mm. just they were talking. With each other, and at some point, the the guy uh, started to ask me some questions. Where, where you come from? In Mm. France, and all this, and I was like, "Come on, (laughs) you (laughs) know, (laughs) just (laughs) something." Uh (laughs) That I don't want to have a a a talk about uh, or just like a a, a chat about uh, where I'm coming from and how. France and I've been in holiday in France and and it was so cool and we had good wine and all this. (laughs) I was like, "What (laughs) is this thing?" And uh, it was uh, it was very crazy experience. No, it was it was painful, uh, like really painful during. I guess one day after, Mm -hmm. and I've been feeling that. So it was a I don't know. It was disturbing. It's been disturbing. I guess like. during a couple of weeks after this,
0: and and uh, uh, <coughs> does you fear it affect your sex drive?
1: No, not a no, bit. Not a bit. No difference. Cool.
0: Nice
2: to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, Th- uh, no impact on my uh, sexual life. Uh, yeah, it was just like sometimes um, depending on some things I don't know. Uh, Happened to me uh, for a while afterwards that I was feeling, I so wasn't mm-hmm. feeling this. There so was a, a bit stretching or mm-hmm. something. So uh, but that was it, and now I don't feel it. Cool, anymore.
0: amazing, nice to <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I and I, <coughs> I I I ask you this question is because I, I feel many people like uh, me, like who's traumatized, mm-hmm. um, we chose to not have. Uh, children of our own because uh, it's just such big big responsibilities like when when you don't know how to be happy to raise another generation what if they grow up like
1: us yeah Uh. there are different factors there is a thing about uh, what you said Mm. okay like mostly uh, I'm quite sure that it would have a big impact on my uh mental health like uh, a big stress Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't want to uh, take a chance of being overwhelmed and not being able to be uh, there Uh, I have a fear of not loving my child or not loving my child enough Mm -hmm. because it happens also and the third thing I see is I don't want to have this life Mm -hmm you know this, uh, and, and I know that uh, everybody with uh, children uh, always saying, yeah, but uh, you have to, of course, you uh, you don't have much sleep, and it's like <laughs> a lot of blah blah blah, but it's so much love, and so on, but it's, um, yeah, okay, I'm I'm ready to hear this, but any choice you take in life is always like, oh, I feel like, I could like it, or I feel like mm-hmm. I wouldn't like it, and I feel like I wouldn't like it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm, yeah, I just mm. completely understand, and I'm very open to people telling me, yeah, okay, it's a lot of uh, uh, responsibilities and it's a diffi- lot of difficulties, but there is this uh, uh, other aspect uh-huh. of it that's, uh, that's very strong as well. Uh, it I
0: think it's really cool if more <laughs> people like you to be honest with it, and I think uh, there will be way less dysfunctional families. Like uh, yeah. when you know you maybe you don't have the capacity, mm-hmm. just don't do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So w- instead of uh, having a family and uh, not being there emotionally. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> cool, uh, thank you so much for the conversation and thank you so much for opening up. And uh, yeah, I, I will read the book and I will uh, communicate with you and yeah. have a nice evening. Uh, for the audience out there, um, if you don't know yet, uh, now I have a Patreon account. So as, uh, for as little as €3.50 per month, you can support me uh, a falafel Sandwich and uh, support my work on mental health. Thank you so much, Uh, see you next time, bye bye.